Hi, and welcome to Naomi Loves to Talk, episode 23. I am Naomi Love, I'm your host, the poet and podcaster, and this episode is all about healing. I am joined by two returning guests, Trigger Your Bliss and Jeremiah, and we discuss the journey of healing. Hi, and welcome to Naomi Loves to Talk. Yay! Yay! Thank you! <laughs> All about healing. And in previous episodes, I've spoken on mental health. Um, one of my guests I have today, we spoke about our childhood and parents, our parents and the impact they had on us, which covered a lot of trigger um, topics. And this episode is all about how we go through the process of healing and how important it is to be reflective and to talk things through, um, whether that's with close friends and family or professional, but just more importantly, the healing journey. Um, and I'm joined by two returning guests. I'm joined by Trigger Bliss, the amazing spoken word artist. And I'm also joined by Jeremiah, the entrepreneur. He's been on um, two previous episodes already and they're gonna introduce themselves right about now. Oh, I'll start. My name is Trigger Bliss. I am a creative. I uh, do spoken word also. My content brings awareness to the ripple effects of trauma in order to inspire healing through understanding. I do Trigger Your Truth Tuesdays. We are currently on a break, but you could check out, we have 10 different episodes. You could check those out. And it's mm-hmm. all about healing. It's perfect for this episode, your expertise. And Jeremiah? My name is Jeremiah Calvin. Um, I have a, um, a book called From the Heart, which is a poetry book for women. Um, I've got a clothing line called From the Heart. I'm actually on Instagram as we speak now from uh, from the heart underscore JC. So if you want to check out any stuff regarding women, I've got a best-selling t-shirt, which is called A Woman of Substance, which has actually got a lot of attraction. Um, it's worth checking out. And if you like, but don't mind supporting the book as well and pass it on to friends of them. Most definitely support local businesses, supporting black businesses, most definitely. Um, I want to start off with a poem, which I'd already shared before in a previous episode, but it kind of gives context to what we're going to be talking about today. It's a short poem called Fragile. And then I have two poems which I want to share, um, which talk about, which leads into the whole healing journey. So the first poem I want to share is called Fragile. And yeah, I know I've shared this poem in previous episode, I can't which one it was. Um, it's just about, we're only human and there's only so much one person can take. So depending on what your life experiences are and how severe or um, extreme that might be experiences, it can, everyone can respond to things in different ways. Yeah. This is kind of giving context to... What do you say, sorry, Sugar? Everybody has their breaking point. Exactly. So that's why I wanted to start off with this poem, even though I know I've read it before. There's only so much one person can take before they mentally break. Break and dissolve into a shadow of themselves. Pieces melt away. Each time you have trauma, you're not sure what pieces of you will stay. This ever-changing existence, moving forward against the resistance, the residue of past pain and anguish, We are who we are. We are not where we have been. People are fragile. What does that mean? It means be patient, be kind, show understanding. Sometimes we go through things and there is no soft landing. So that's the poem, Fragile, which, like I said, gives context to what we're going to be talking about today. Thanks for the clicks, Trigger. Thank you, thank you. Um, Thank you. But yeah, this is a disclaimer that this episode is more so about the healing journey. So as I said, there are um, episodes that I've had before which may have had topics which may have been triggered, but this is more so talking about the healing. 
And that leads into my poem, which I'm going to share now, which is called How Do You Cope? Which was my open letter to people that I know personally, and I know there's many out there who struggle to um, share when they're going through stuff. Yeah. Some people are quite private, which is okay to be private, but sometimes if people are suffering in silence and um, that leads into also the mental health journey as well, especially for men, which I'm very passionate about having brothers myself and knowing how, yeah, I don't know. There's a thing about talking to other people. Some people don't like to communicate. So this is just my open letter to What do you say, sorry? They need other ways to communicate. Exactly. Yeah, so that's why I'm just going to share this poem. It's called, How Do You Cope? How do you cope? I'm not trying to rock the boat. Does it feel like a lump in your throat? Don't choke. I'm just wondering, how do you cope with stress or when you're not feeling your best? Do you talk, express your emotions? Do you close off from the world and immerse yourself in your thoughts? Just a thought, just wondering how you cope when life feels like a tightrope and you can't find your balance. Communicating, not suffocating. Communicating isn't obligating. Communicating is healthy. It helps me help you, helps us get through this storm. My arms are warm and my heart is wide, willing to let you inside if you just swallow your pride and let me in. And that's the poem. Thank you. So guys, have you ever felt overwhelmed um, or had issues sharing your, um, I wouldn't say trauma, but just anything you're going through. Have you had troubles communicating when you're feeling down or when life's getting to you? What, what's your coping mechanisms? What's your opinion on, on coping with, um, with, with trauma and things like that? What's your um, it does really depend on what you're going through. Hmm. I would say it depends on what you're going through. And, um, and obviously because of, you know, where we are as a generation now, a lot of people judge very quickly. So depending on what you're going through, mm. you don't want to get judged. And you know that if you say something, say you say something to somebody and they're quick to judge you, you're not going to really tell anyone else. And then you end up going with it. With my in- yeah. Because some, some people are so quick to judge. Like we all, you've all seen it. You all see it on social media. One person tells something in confidence and the next minute, it's all out. Everyone else knows. Yeah. And that's what happens when you have so many friends and there's so much mix-up because it's, it's private. Like, I, I remember seeing a, one um, quote says, um, my friend, sorry, your friend that doesn't know me shouldn't know my, my business. Mm. Mm. So it's just like, it's like, and I don't know if you've ever actually dealt with it. It's just like, you know, when you go meet someone and they said, oh, so you're Jay. You're like, yeah, yeah, but I don't know you, but this yeah. person knows everything. Mm. That's a slight thing. And then sometimes in order to, because obviously you learn by experience. Yeah. And and how I this is how I, I, I learn about people's nature. If mm. I get someone that's talking to me about everyone else's business, I don't tell them nothing because I know in my absence, my life is going to be a talking bit for mm-hmm. their talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. And you don't. And so when someone just says to me, oh, you're so secretive. I'm not secretive. I'm just private. I just got to pick who I can tell stuff and who I can't. And if I've told someone something and then they kind of like spill it out, you know, you can't trust them. So you become very like a, a turtle. 
you don't want to tell anyone anything. And but, then, that's mean, what I say. Do, but you do talk to some people that is it's like, they're just those no, that you trust. You're not you're you not know, holding it in. No, no, you're not holding it in. But then again, mm. it depends. Like you know, if you've got lots of friends, yeah, I don't know if you can actually relate to this. You know what I mean? But you know, when you got you got some friends you can tell secret stuff to where it stays with them. You've mm-hmm. got some mm-hmm. friends that you can turn. If you always got you've got certain friends that you can tell certain stuff. You wouldn't tell all your friends the same thing. You tell certain people certain things because you connect with them and you trust them. And that's what it boils down to. If you don't trust anyone, you're not going to tell them your secrets. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You know, it's building that trust and being able to, to learn how to trust people, trust yeah. yourself, trust your judgment on somebody's character in yeah. order to tell them what you need to tell them. Exactly, really- yeah. Because... Sorry, go. Just, just, also, uh, it could be a thing of so Jeremiah, like once bitten, twice shy as well. Because if you've if you've shared something quite personal to somebody, and then it's been an example you've given where now your business has been chatted elsewhere, that will that will stop you from sharing going forward. But um, yeah, but it's also important to find those, even if it's one particular person that you know, I can confide in this person when I'm going through this type of you know life experience, depending on what it is. If I had a shit day at work. Yeah, I might tell anybody that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, today was such a shit day. But something yeah. that's really bothering me personally, I won't tell everybody because that's just not my nature anyway. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? But yeah. I, I am someone who's once bitten twice shy um, in general. So if you do some, if I see a side to you that I feel like you're not trustworthy, I won't, I won't come to you anyway. But yeah, I feel sure. like the main thing is importance is talking to someone. But here's the thing, and here's the thing, and this is the thing that we've seen in a lot of things. This is what healings. Like with relationships, you know, when you confide in someone and said, oh, just open up, you know, I love you, you know, the Oscar nominee line, I'm here for you, tell me anything. You tell them, and let's just say the relationship doesn't go rosy and then they throw it back in your face mm-hmm. and they have everything on you and they start exposing you like Kodak on yeah. certain stuff. <laughs> that, that, that's the most horrible thing because you're thinking like, you know, at the end of the day, okay, me and you don't get along. That's fine because, you know, we're all human. But if you've told me something personal about yourself, why would I spread it? And then you're kind of thinking, that's when you see the real person. That's yeah, when you that, see the real person. Those are the extremes. And that, that could be no, an extreme no, 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 as well. No, no. That's yeah. what That happens but all the time now. You it see happens now. all the time, yeah. But what I would say is that we can also change our perspective and our relationship with mm how we're releasing and what we're releasing for the mm. reason why we're speaking is we're not to get not to get somebody else's approval on what we're saying mm. or for them to take it in any way to them personally is for us to release it to get it out to yeah. heal from it. so when we're speaking to somebody regardless of what they do with that information we need to take the healing from it we need to look right. at it as we're saying it to heal we're not saying it because we want to talk to that person specifically we yeah. need to release it from us 100% it's that's why again the communication of you just saying whatever it is you want to say to that person yeah. and, and if somebody tells something about your business you've made peace with yourself already so it don't yeah. even matter whatever they're saying it doesn't matter because you already had that conversation with self and sorry to cut but then it, de- it depends on what it is because the reason why I say this is because if it's very personal to you yeah. and if you're a private person and yeah. someone tells your business to someone else it's just you know, it's just another trick, uh, a trigger mechanism mm. that now someone that you don't want to be told 
Yes. Down to, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you like a good example. Okay, not a good example, but kind of thing. When when women come out and say, "Oh, I've been raped. I've been touched," and stuff like that, it's very personal, and the women community applaud to say, "You know what? You're brave. You're this. You're that," and they tell their story. Now it happens with guys, but you would never know because a guy would never come out and say it verbally, you know, I've been touched or I've been this or I've been that. And they hold it in them. And it's yeah. just like, and then the thing is, if let's just say one of the men said, listen, I was touched, yeah. And then they told my man and then my man, they, they fell out. And then my man, he's an op, he's an op. He's like, I'm gonna tell him my man was touched when he was a kid and he was touched and touched. But, yeah, but, but I have to say, these are these are extreme, yeah. again, yeah. scenarios, and we're talking about rape, and I would say that for a lot of women and men, not everybody is 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 forthcoming and sharing that they've experienced yeah. an abuse like that or violation in that way. And if, um, and, and again, you're right, there is, unfortunately, there is a stigma in general when it comes to male masculinity and femininity, and when men, if they have experienced that kind of abuse, they're not always um, open to say, yes, I have been abused by somebody else. Yeah. But... The extremes that you're using, the examples mm. you're using, they mm. and we, uh, to me they are extremes because it's it's not every case that when you share something as personal as me <laughs> that that gets thrown back in your face by someone later on down the line. And if and in the day there are there are people out there that are bad mind. So regardless of what you're sharing with them, if if they're gonna use it against you at some point, that's just their personality trait. That's them. But that doesn't yeah. take away from the yeah. fact you've been through something and you've shared it with somebody. But what I wouldn't yeah. want to do is like negate this conversation where it's like oh don't, I don't know it's not it's going to like it's a negative thing to share because people bring things back in your face if people want to do that's that's on that for individuals yeah, yeah. that person's yeah. an asshole do you know what I mean if I'm sharing yeah. something personal and you want to bring it back in my face then I know yeah. me and you are finished because personally that's something that I'm sure for many of you that's a cut off we're done yeah you know what I mean? regardless of yeah. what I've shared it could be that oh I, I didn't have money last week and you borrowed me 10 pounds and now you bring it up you bring it up later on <laughs> wherever it is if you're that kind of person then yes you're not for me but in general when we're talking mm. I wanted to be mindful when we're talking about things like rape and other stuff that yeah mm. some women don't always come forward either it's not just like women do this and men do the other when it comes to that particular thing but yeah, yeah. men 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 particularly for my I'm not a man but I'm I have male family members and friends and I just think and you can speak on your on your opinion on that Jeremiah I feel like mm -hmm. men in particular they're not always forthcoming with sharing and my, my experience and conversations that I've had, it's all down to pride mm. as well and not wanting to show that vulnerable side that they've experienced something. And it hasn't got to pertain to sexual abuse like what we're talking about. Mm. It could just be, you know, I'm really depressed. I feel like shit, I've been struggling yeah. for a little while. Wh whatever it is, but it's, they're not always forthcoming. And mm. it's all about being private. And um, I think that's the kind of habit we want to try and break where it's just okay to talk. If it's one individual, whether that's your mother, your father, your best friend, your partner, someone you can confide in if it's not someone that you know personally then maybe try and find other avenues but the main thing i think is important that we're trying to promote is that we should be able to talk and keep talking yeah. to people regardless because if you have that shit experience that might close you off forever if someone's chatting mm -hmm. your business i would you say if you're yeah i would say if you're a private person and you you're not a vocal person either i i'm i wasn't one to be very vocal and i'm only just beginning to vocalize mm. certain things mm. so before I would use poetry and I would write mm. and I would dance and I would act and I would yeah, do theater. Mm. yes some sort mm. of outlet what um finding people that's supportive it's great mm. it's 
not always as easy for everybody to find and it's Mm -hmm. not that's always it's not a guaranteed you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but one thing that is guaranteed is what you can do what how you can unload in other other ways other than speaking you can speak and it is helpful even conversations with self record yourself speaking and hear your thoughts back that I do that personally and it is awkward at first Mm. but it brings a different insight and it it your mind is so beautiful that it perceives it as somebody else speaking to you. So your relationship with self then evolves. So you're basically talking about the, the relationship with yourself is more important first and foremost than if you can't, if you're not able to speak to other yeah. people as well. Okay, so. Yeah, because other people will speak about you and yes, that could be triggering when it happens because you, you have somebody speaking about you and then they've, they've spoken your business then you have to think about why is that triggering for you? What is it, what about that is triggering too? Um, okay, I would just say personally, the reason why I would say it's triggering is because if some people just say, you know, you know, um, you gotta talk, you gotta express yourself, and you're expressing yourself, and then someone then betrays it, it does become like, you know what, and then you had that gut feeling, I knew I shouldn't have told that person. Then it's kind of like a triggering feeling like, at the end of the day, everyone's the same. It's just like when some people just said, oh, you know, all people are the same, all people, you know, from people from this person and that person's the same. They're not the same, but it's just very, very different. And I think everyone's different. It's very easy for someone to say, why is it triggering? But you're not in that person's body and their mind and the way they're thinking. So well, you wouldn't think it's triggering, but to them it is. And Definitely. by them, and that's where you've got all this different mental health. Like I always do say, and what I, what I have learned is just that you can't judge a man or a woman or can't tell a person how to feel if you've never been in that situation because I, you're not them. I would mm-hmm. say I would say that I, I can level with you to an extent, but you touched on something you first said that it's because you had a gut feeling and you mm. didn't trust that gut feeling mm. and that is what's disappointed you not mm. so much that mm. that person says something but you knew and you didn't trust yourself so mm. then that's what I mean by asking yourself what is it that's triggering you do you know what I mean going deeper into it it's just yeah it's just the question to self do you know what I mean Mm. I like what you said about why are you sharing it with that particular person what are you just sharing it to speak it out into existence or you you know you're not sharing it or you might be sharing it to hear their opinion on it have their advice I don't know it is yeah it is, it is hard though what do you want to do with that opinion and what do you want to do with that advice what is the what is the ultimate goal of releasing that are you just speaking it to do nothing about it or are you speaking it to heal from it are you speaking to hear it are you speaking it to get advice so that mm. you can of that and then apply it to yourself and then elevate that way yeah why are we we just speaking our problems what are we speaking it for speak Mm. with purpose Mm. speak with purpose what are you going to say Gemma you're thinking no to say you know you know you can speak like just to speak like you know when no one wants to depending on what it is obviously no Mm. one wants to listen to what you're saying so you finally find a soul that wants to listen to you so you so you release it yeah or else you're going to explode inside. You release it. Then the person's soaking it in like a sponge. And then they do a Judas and they betray you. It's, I don't know, it's very, sometimes it's very triggering just thinking, okay, as much as your guts, I knew I shouldn't have said it, 
but inside I was you know I, there were so many things going on inside I had to tell somebody and unfortunately yeah. you kind of like told the wrong person so you are right but I would just say you are wrong at the same time because you don't know how that person's feeling at that time to you know to no, tell I stuff. love you FIFA I I I I honestly I level with you and I agree with what you're saying as well I'm adding to that yeah so it's not it's not taken away from what you're saying I'm yeah. adding to it. so to add to what you're saying right now you mm. can flip it and say I actually had the courage to turn around and open and open myself up and do that I did that mm-hmm. I didn't have to do that but I did that I mm. spoke up they did what they did mm. but I know myself my intentions were pure do you know what I mean Mm, mm. I did that myself Definitely. So there's, there's, there's always like more than one and that's why I love conversations and I love speaking because it, it's there's always more than one perspective. I love the mind yeah and also we can always agree to disagree on certain points and that like Jeremy was saying it's from a personal point of view it triggered that would be triggered yeah. and, I, and I could say personally that that would that would trigger me that would have pissed me off <laughs> no word trigger yeah. if I've shared something and now you're using that against me in some way whether that's straight away or later on but again it, it, that's why I like what you said which is something that I need to start paying pay attention to when you're sharing something with somebody are you just sharing it to speak it out loud are you sharing it for advice because if, if, if I'm just if you're just gonna you know, if you're if you're an earpiece for me and I'm just talking to you I don't really care what you have to say anyway do you get what I mean mm-hmm. um but it is it is harder and, and that's why sometimes people are reluctant to share what they're experiencing or what they have experienced in the past more so more so past tra- traumas um because maybe culturally or whatever it is when they're growing up it wasn't spoken on and as we get older it might seem silly to bring up something that happened to you in your teens or whatever that's something I've experienced and that's what I was going to lead into my next poem um because I've mentioned and shared before that I suffer from depression and I have never had a positive outlook on life I've always kind of um yeah I'm just here kind of thing I didn't really see myself going past a certain age my mum passed away at the age I'm at now so when I was younger, I've always thought, I'm not going to go past 35. Like, kind of had a YOLO mindset. Not that I did too many reckless things, but I didn't really care for a future. Yeah. And it was only until March 23rd, 2019, I remember the date specifically, that I chose to chose life. So I chose to start doing things for myself and just seeing more of a, be more optimistic about my future and maybe yeah, thinking yeah. beyond the age of 35. Now I'm 35 years of age. I can't imagine why I was even thinking that, but that's where I was at. <laughs> And the poem I wrote is called Healing. So it's just basically talking about where I'm at and more so not looking at the past, looking at the future. Because I think healing is an ongoing process. No no one can be healed overnight or over a month or a year. You're continuously learning how to, what do you say? It's a lot of crying. It's a lot of crying, but also a lot of reflecting. The main word to me is reflecting, reflecting on stuff you've experienced, even what we're talking about with sharing with certain people. Because I've been in that situation as well, Jeremiah, where I've shared things and then that person is, you know, use that against me or said said something. In, it's like, what the fuck? I told you something really personal. That's not for you to share. But then it's also choosing to forgive, which is something that I know me and you have talked about before, Trigger, on another episode or something. I was on your show about forgiving my dad, for example, something that he, for well, my issues I had with him. When you choose to forgive, you're forgiving for yourself. Yeah. You said something earlier about your relationship with self. It's very important, your relationship with yourself. So that's kind of a backstory-ish to the poem I'm about to share and everyone has a past it doesn't everyone's past is different but it's just choosing to try and take strength from what you've experienced and just look to the future because we can't live in in the past you're never going to go anywhere yeah Um, this poem is called healing 
and it's also the title of this episode so it's kind of perfect um okay. <laughs> it's a short one as well you are not your past you are your future your presence is present in the now you are culpable and capable and capable of changing the narrative past and present is comparison comparative entwined in the power of your mind your belief your passion your thoughts you were created in God's vision. He gave you lessons so you could listen and so you could learn and listen, sorry. Become self-made but taught with life's wisdom. You choose the life you want to lead. Every day is an opportunity to live in the present, to write a new chapter in your story. When you live in the past, pages of your life story remain unwritten. It's time to turn the page. So that's the poem of healing. Yes. Thank you. Um, have you guys experienced, I'm not sure if this has, because you, you said that's what you're advocating for, but have you experienced any, have you needed to go on any healing journey at all, Jeremiah? And if so, like, what's, where are you on your journey? If you've already started it, you're on it, or it's not something you've been thinking about that you need to do? I think with me personally, I've just got to cut everything out. And it's a bit like, you know, you can like, it's like saying like, you know, like Alexa's in your body, like Alexa, turn my feelings off. And then it just switches off. It's right, just, okay. you just wish it could be like, okay. But I think depending on what it is, you just got to, you analyze it. You saw mm -hmm. where you went wrong. You saw where you can change it. And then you just forgive yourself. The, the main thing, and, and it comes back to sometimes being triggered, is that you forgive yourself and you're on that healing. Mm -hmm. But the person isn't. And they still holding that. And they're still yeah. holding it kind of like over your head or they're still kind of like bringing it to your attention every now and again. And I think that, and I think the art of ignoring has to be put into a place because you've forgiven them and you've forgiven the issue. But the I would last say, thing, not ignore, it, you've got to put yourself first in a sense, like cut that person off. If you have no, no, somebody not, in your life that's reminding you of something you're trying to heal from or have healed from, they, they, have, they shouldn't have a place in your life to, even, to, to no, be no. able to do that. That's no, my no, no. Yeah, they shouldn't. But I'm just saying, like, obviously, well, without me going into it, but if they keep, you know, like, you know, you've, you know, you've, like, you know, you've, you've cut them out of your life, but they pop in every so often. Yeah. You know, they pop in every so often. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like, okay, you, you're down here. It's like playing snakes and ladders. You get to a certain bit. And then you go down the ladder or you go down or you go down the snake just to get you down at that bit. And, you, and I think it's the art of ignoring. So before where you get triggered, if you read something or hear something, but then when you, after you've healed, even if you do hear it, it doesn't really bother you as much because you've gone past it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just, you know, it's just keeping them out of, it's just keeping them out of sight and keeping them at arm's length. What's your opinion on that um, trigger? Or where are you on your journey? Me on my journey right now, I am experiencing the beauty of self-love mm. for the first time, honestly and openly. I also have um, had challenges with depression mm. all my life. And it wasn't until November 2019 that for the first time I put my I, I started to walk with my head up and actually mm. straight ahead while I'm walking so now I'm at a point where I mm. do things 
to elevate myself. I do things to make myself feel good. And I have become aware that we are our own beings. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens outside of ourselves. So whilst I uh, can fall into depressive episodes and I also have anxiety Mm -hmm. at a high level, at the moment my heart is racing, my body is trembling uncontrollably and I get lumps in my throat to speak. So I do Mm -hmm. find it difficult to communicate with people about how I feel. Yet I ask myself, do I want to continue to live my life with this mm. or do I want to manage my mind as it is mine? Mm-hmm. And not let it block you from doing things that you want to do because if that's if that's how you're personally feeling now, then I admire you for even being, being a part of this and also talking about this. This is the second top t- conversation we've had episode where we're talking about things that are quite triggering so if you deal with anxiety and you're still pushing through that's admirable as well because I know that's well, I don't know from having anxiety per se but I knew I know of it so I feel like because oftentimes we see people on tv and we see we see even on social media now that it's big we see everybody come on and in that short moment of time you know they look they look good they sound good but you never know what's going on inside so mm-hmm. I feel like it's very important to let people know the behind the scenes we're feeling all these things and we're doing them regardless and we're doing them so that we can overcome them Mm -hmm. Mm because eventually this my leg will stop shaking (laughs) and when that happens I'm gonna be like rah I've elevated a little bit you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah. definitely even when I go into lives like it's I've got to prepare myself just for a minute or two and then yeah my my heart is beating but I don't have anxiety but yeah you're, you're right it's just kind of showing the other side of the coin like it's you know everything is as face value as, you, as it seems so your, yours is a continuous journey but the main thing is that you're focusing on yourself healing is continuous and it's oh, continuous there's so many different out, outlooks like you can think that you're healed from one thing and then it's going to come in a different form in a different scenario I was just about energy. to ask a question of that like what <laughs> are your challenges because for me I said it's ongoing but yeah like you just said sometimes a trigger will come in a different way and it's not so much overtly said about, I don't know, whatever it could be a topic on. And something would trigger me. And I'm like, why am I so bothered by this? Why is this upsetting me? And then you realise, oh, it's because of this. And then it's, for me, I, I say to um, friends, like, it's like having a toolbox. I have a toolbox now that I know that I can use when I'm feeling triggered by certain things. And it, it help, helps me navigate through that, that hurdle rather than it being, I crumble, like you said, uh, Jeremiah about the snakes and ladders rather than me falling down the ladder hopefully I might trip up but I can get back up again because I've got my toolkit things that I've learned to uh get overcome rather than it just being taken in life you take one step forward you can take 10 steps back which is how life is anyway isn't it like yeah, it's not... that's all right chill enjoy the view from the other from the other side isn't it mm-hmm. so what times have you guys faced or how do you overcome triggers that might come your way um, whether that's through conversation or something you're actually um, experiencing and it's like, oh, I've been here before, or whatever it might be. Uh, by not caring. <laughs> by not caring. Okay, men and women are different, but, you know, for me, not caring and blocking it out. And it's not even to be 
harmful depending on what the situation is. I'm just, it's for my own self-love really, because at the end of the day, is if I know, if I give this scenario energy, I know it's only going to mess with my peace mm -hmm. and nothing's worth more than my peace. Mm -hmm. So even if I have to look the villain, which I've looked the villain on many occasions, um, yeah, I just have to ignore it. You just have to ignore, ignore it because at the end of the day, it's like Trigger said, it's just that no one knows what's going on inside. Yeah. No one knows. But then it's just, oh, this is, you know, and that's why I just said trigger words, trigger trigger actions you don't know what he's like oh this again is just like yeah i've got to ignore it i've got to push past it or else it's going to keep me a slave to the situation and i don't need it to be a slave to the situation so you know you know men and some women you, you ignore the situation not because you want to but it's just for you more for your mental health yeah there was a point there was a point in time for me where i was definitely ignoring a lot of things and there was a point where I became numb to a lot of things also. I would use alcohol mm. and um, um, attention to kind of cope with things yeah. that I was burying down and, and not addressing. And whilst I wanted to uh, block them out, they, they're still with self. They're still with you. Mm. you know what I mean? And now I'm at a point where when I'm triggered, I can recognize when I'm triggered and when a feeling is not me being present. Mm, your trigger, the past you, it, yeah, a trigger is bringing you to somewhere where you're not. Mm. So when I'm triggered now, I, I, I actively like look around, remind myself what's happening in my life right now on this day, what is happening. I mm. ask myself, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling like this? I write it down. I look back at it. Mm. Myself. So you have your own toolkit then, this is what I'm saying. Like you've, 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 Jeremiah's um, toolkit is protect myself, blocking that off. Not, not, yeah. not, like you said, not giving it energy. Yeah. And is that you're like, okay, well, where am I now? Why am I, yeah, because, and that's, yeah, you all have different no ways energy. of dealing with don't, it. Don't give it no energy because your energy is, is precious. Your energy mm -hmm. is sacred. You mm -hmm. got to choose how, you, how you're using your energy. So I don't give things my energy when, when it's toxic for me. Yeah. But I do, I do, um, reflect inward so that it doesn't so that when it happens again I'm more prepared for it yeah and reflect being an operative word it's very important to be reflective in general like I, I think it's, it's it's a healthy thing to do and that's in any walk of life there's not even this topic it could be with work whatever like you should always be reflective of what you're doing and how you can maybe make it better or what, what went wrong kind of thing so I think that's important um what advice would you guys give to listeners who may have maybe going through something at the moment or may have had things that they've experienced when they may not have spoken up or dealt with it as of yet what advice would you give to listen men and women any age just more so a, gen a general advice or any tips you could give out um to those that are listening with what they could do um i would say if, if you can find somebody to talk to yeah. then uh talk to them um, everyone's different. Some people find talking to friends are good or family, or some people find strangers are better. And I understand that reason is because they don't know you. Mm. So it's coming from a non-biased situation. Mm. Um, my, you know, another tip is just that, just do your best to ignore the, uh, not ignore the situation, but ignore triggering stuff. Because if you get sucked into it, it just means that your energy 
and your peace goes that way as well. And mm-hmm. that can, that's a domino effect for, it's a, like a going on spiral. So that, that's my kind of like my ex, uh, advice. Protect yourself for all yeah. costs. What's your trigger? <laughs> Mine is going to come from um, a place of my own experience because I can only speak from my own experience. Mm-hmm. So my advice would be no pressure. Mm. No pressure. Take your time. Take your time. There's no right way or wrong way. There's your way mm. in your time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I find that um, even when it comes to meditating, when I had um, become aware of meditating and mm-hmm. benefits, that at the beginning, I was more um, sort of caught up in like, oh, I have to be here, you know, I have to be in this spot or I have to be like sat in a certain way or I have mm-hmm. to you know, what I'm seeing and this is what they say. And no, you do what feels right for you. Most so definitely. I meditated this morning. And that's something that I learned um, in the past year or so as well. Like things that put me at the right mental headspace. And we mentioned before about negative energy um, or people entertaining something that you shouldn't, giving it the wrong, giving it all your energy you shouldn't. Um, meditation is a very is a tool that I would advise people to look into. If it's guided meditation, um, if that's just going for a walk, and t- like it's taking time with yourself, look, look, yeah. reflect within, um, and do have like a three or four things that you know make you happy, that give you peace. Whether that's a person, a place, music, a book, a film something that you know you can go to when you need to go and realign yourself. And yeah. as we need that, because like I said, life isn't a trajectory. There's always ups and downs, things can happen. So it's just knowing what tools you need for yourself. And my toolbox will be different to Jeremiah's, different to Trigger's, exactly. the next person, whatever works for you. And um, if you can, talk, talk, talk. That's my advice to not always hold it in because it's so dangerous to hold in feelings and emotions and I and all these things are just contained inside and it can erupt it in a different way has different ways of um of effect affecting you and harming you so that's my advice and thank you for your advices is there anything else you wanted to share or talk about on this topic I would say that healing when it comes to healing is to be understood that it's not all about all the good things mm. no it's about looking at things that you've done and being able to own it, being able mm. to... Accountability. Accountability. Yes, Thanks. yes that's so true. I thought about that. That's so true. Yeah, to become mm. accountable of it. So that when somebody tells you, yo, your smell stink, I go, yeah, I do. Because I chose <laughs> not to buy soap today because I wanted to pay my rent. And what? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It allows you to do that. And don't be, don't be afraid of yourself. You did mm. things in the phase that you did them. That yeah. is who you were. That is that phase you it's are. Not you are. In, it's not who you are. It's not who you are in each experience. Our experiences aren't who we are. Mm. They're just there for us to, to take from them mm-hmm. in ways that we can then use them to then elevate and mm-hmm. spread that love back out there. Mm-hmm. That's what I said in the poem. It's like life's lessons and you learn through it. But also 
the word that I just forgot all about accountability because sometimes like I say like uh, this conversation isn't about <laughs> relationships but I'm going to use that as an example yeah. when when a couple breaks up there's his side her side and there's a the truth isn't it so like yeah. when I'm telling my side I might make that person sound like the arsehole because I'm like oh he did this and da 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 but I'm, I'm I will have played my part as well you know like nobody is perfect and we all have our flaws and another part of depending on what it is obviously if you've been a victim of something that's different you just yeah. you can't take accountability for that but there's certain things that you've experienced but then the word reflective is important because you've got to be reflective of what did I actually do what was my part in that as well or what do I need to do to kind of make sure this doesn't happen to me again maybe I've got to change certain characteristics that I have or how I deal with certain things or deal with my temper or whatever it might be to pertain to but accountability is important we can't we can't heal if it's everybody else's problem and everybody else is the issue and there's nothing I've got to do to, to work within myself because then you're denying self yeah and that's where we, that's where we that hurts us in itself denial of self hurts us without us even recognizing that it hurts us mm. every time we say yes when you want to say no we're denying self of mm. what it is that we want mm. and I don't mean like when it's something important you know and it's favors I mean like when you truthfully want to say no and you say yes under the pressure of wanting to please them or not mm. wanting them to leave or you know mm. some other trauma that is hasn't been dealt with as yet mm, like abandonment issues or something and yes yeah. holding on to someone just because yeah all of those yeah. things and it's, it's sometimes it's an ugly truth you don't always want to to be reflective because it's like like I, I shared in the poem on the episode of parents like I realized oh my god I put myself in some really shitty relationships and that was my yeah. choice and that's because I had fear of abandonment but that yeah. we need to actually be reflective that word again of okay why am I why am I in relationships that are going this way why is it always that kind of outcome yeah and then yeah. realizing that yeah no I just didn't want to be single this is me exactly. being personal here but that that's something where I was being reflective and realizing okay there's an ugly truth to it I actually had some issues that I need to resolve and with that awareness comes different places so yeah definitely accountability and reflect being reflective has been helpful on my journey I'm sure for many people as well if they're, if they're able to you know what it is as well nobody's yeah. ready to do that just yet that, that takes a lot of a lot of courage everybody to be able to say phases. I've got flaws Jeremiah said it earlier everybody's at different phases in their journey and it's true yeah. and we have to respect that and once we recognize that just like okay cool because everybody has suffered to heal from every mm. and unfortunately that's the case mm, mm. everybody has suffered to heal from we need to come with that understanding and that love and that support like yo I see that you, all right, this ain't getting through to you at the moment. Okay, I can see why you mm. have some things that you now need to deal with. That's not on me. Yeah. There's only so much one person can do for somebody. They have to be able to do it for themselves because that's the only person that you're with 24-7. With yourself, yeah. You can bring the water, just, the water, you can't make it drink. Yeah. yeah. Can I just add one more thing as well? Is we also got the accountability, but we also got to think is that if you're going through healing, you can't put it on the other person. It's your yeah. personal journey yeah. and you have to go for it. You can't just say, oh, but you can't put it on someone else. Mm, yeah. and, and I found that there's a lot like someone's going through the healing journey or whatever they're going through. And they put it to, to make it so that their problem is now your problem, but it's mm. not because it's not my journey. It's a journey which is specialized for you and only you can deal with it mm. but you can't put it on me and say it's I'm not helping your healing because I've got nothing to do with it I could be there as a support system but when you're making me a crutch when it's solely to do with you that's not really fair on the other person no 
and it's, it's and it's not going to be a beneficial journey because you you've needed someone else to get there and the main thing is self isn't it but i guess a lot of people it depends on if we get assess a partner or someone really close as to um it might be that maybe that you're not you but that that person's actions are not helping their journey and they may have yeah. told them what their triggers are it depends on what it is and this it's so yeah, yeah. Yeah. case by case Bye. Bye. Much love.